What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. Welcome to the show. What is going on? Welcome to another great week. Uh, again, if you're tuning in, Monday and Tuesday are our topics, Wednesday's discussion. Uh, Thursday, sometimes we have an Ask SSP, so say, say sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I haven't had one in a couple of weeks, but uh, SSP is where we talk to somebody who's trying to uh, come into the uh, cybersecurity uh, career field. So, you used to have a really good discussion with those people who are looking to break in. Uh, and then Friday, we talk about everything else. So, whatever movies, TV shows, what have you, books, um, plays, I guess. <laughs> when y'all went to go see a play, we talk about that. Um, we talk about everything but cyber uh, on those episodes. Um, Definitely uh, continue to like, share, subscribe. I never say that enough. Please like, share, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Uh, we've surpassed over 8,000 plays, I want to say, on Anchor. So we're getting up there. So um, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to be current. You can go back and listen to some of our older stuff too. <laughs> Boost those numbers. It will be good to go. Uh, but without further ado, I give it to Levon. Yes, sir. Yeah, today we have an article from the uh, infosecurity.com or infosecuritymagazine.com. This is from Sarah Cobble. Uh, and it's in regards to a fertility, fertility clinic that got hit by some ransomware. Um, and this fertility clinic is called Extend Fertility Clinic out of uh, New York City. Um, and they actually started notifying their patients that personal data may have been compromised and possibly stolen during their recent cyber attack. Um, and this, this facility um, actually specializes in IVF and for, uh, freezing eggs and embryos. Um, it looks like it was hit on December, 2021. And they actually hired a third-party digital forensic specialist to determine the incident's uh, nature and scope. Um, but it looks like it looked, looked like it was on December twentieth, uh, twenty twenty-one, and they discovered a ransomware incident that impacted their networks and servers, which contain protected health and personal information on some of their patients. Um, you know, after discovering the incident, uh, they took they took the quick they quickly took steps to secure and uh, safely restore all systems and operations. And um, essentially, they they you know identified that a lot of like protected uh, PHI and personal data from the, from some of their patients was uh, was compromised. Uh, that that the, these people these criminals had access to this data, and some of the information that they identified that was compromised in the incident was like last name, first name, last name, gender, home address, phone numbers, emails, date of birth, medical history, diagnosis. Uh, Diagnosis and treatment information, data, data service, lab test results, prescription information, provider name, medical account number, and uh, financial information. So obviously, this is a you know a big concern. You know, obviously, we, we've been seeing a lot of these ransomware incidents take place across the country. Um, you know, they they it seems like these cyber criminals have no uh, you know no boundaries of, of as far as what they'll go for go after. Um, this is kind of concerning as well for people that you know, obviously have spent time here. I can imagine like in a, uh, you know, worst case situation that one of these cyber criminals, not only are they going to go after the facility, but they may go after the people, whether it's going to be ident identity theft, or they may even use that as some sort of like uh, ransomware against them. Like, hey, if you don't, if you don't give us some money, we'll release some of this information that we have about your personal medical history that maybe people don't want to know. Maybe if you had like a celebrity or some uh, uh 
you know, government official that went to this location and they didn't want to keep the information secret. And then also they're like, hey, we got this information about you, we may use it against you, uh, you know, if you don't give us a bunch of money. So it's one of those situations, obviously it's a, it's a big issue. They, it looks like the clinic took some of the steps they needed to resolve it. They got the information, I got the, the, the facility, the environment secured again, um, as well as they're offering um, complimentary credit monitoring and identity protection services to individuals that are impacted um, or involved in incident. So they're trying to look out for the customers, look out for the patients, make sure that they're uh, secure and safe. Um, but with that, um, uh, Shannon, do you have some thoughts on this one? So I do. So first off, Notice the over-exaggerated eye roll, right? When it comes to the identity protection, it's like, oh, bro, I'm a, I'm a T-Mobile customer. I've had that like three times. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. what, what does that do for me? So no, this this sucks, right? But but let's be honest here, right? And I don't, I don't want to downplay the severity of this, but when, when this was a bigger deal and when they got more people was when they got Experian, right? Remember when they had the Experian leak? And it was all mm-hmm. those hundred right. million people or whatever it was, right? Right. Like, so, I mean, that stuff is already out there for a lot of these people, right? So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, that's not that big a deal. What would what would probably worry me more if I was a customer is if they got into the systems that they're using for like freezing, you know, these embryos or sperm or whatever they're doing, right, at the facility, that like stuff that's controlling, um, uh, that's climate controlling like uh, tissue samples or whatever they do, right? I'm, I'm not very familiar with what they're doing at a fertility clinic, but um, that would worry me a little bit more, right? The fact that they got in this far, it's like, okay, well now tighten up, right? Because now I run the risk of, you know, if I'm a woman that has eggs there, I run the risk of losing my eggs, you know what I mean? A man that has sperm there, I run the risk of losing that, you know what I'm saying? Um, that seems like the bigger concern to me. But again, with, with, with the information being leaked, man, that's an everyday thing. Like I said, I'm a T-Mobile customer. So it's like, mm-hmm. my stuff has been <laughs> out there. I was in the military. They had a breach years ago. You know what I mean? I got right. to get up for that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, offering me identity protection. I mean, it's cool, right? Because I'm not going to say there's not people. This is in New York City, right? So New York City is what? Nine million people or something like mm-hmm. that? Total. Not everybody is at this fertility clinic, mind you, right? But it's a large, it's a large city and it, it probably have a lot of people using those, uh, those services, but uh, yeah, man, I'd be more worried if they got control of the systems, the climate control systems or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, mm-hmm. what about you, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, it, this is still terrible, right? Cause you don't want people's information to get leaked. Like um, Levon alluded to, like, uh, I can go beyond just identity theft. Maybe they want to use some of this information to, uh, to harm people and their reputations or what have you. Or, or something else that's uh, nefarious. So that, that is unfortunate. Good thing they caught it um, before it, it got too bad. I don't think they gave out percentages of how many people's stuff leaked and whatnot. Um, but in order to give people the um, the life lock or whatever protections they gave them, I'm sure they had to identify certain accounts where um, where were touched. But yeah, P- PHI is is definitely um, it's it's. It's not protected, I, I, I believe, to the, the fullest extent that it should be. I, I know that there's a lot of uh, buzz in our in our industry about uh, pursuing those certifications. Like uh, I think IC Squared has the Health Security Certification or the HCI SPP. Uh, and I was thinking about looking into something like that um, just because I don't think they have enough professionals on that side protecting the hospitals. Like I know there was a big push over in the UK I was in one of their clubhouses where there's they're really pushing hard like we need to bring people in uh for the national health or, uh, uh organization uh because like their stuff is socialized right so a lot of the same um 
uh, apparatus or, or certain agency takes care of a lot of the health concerns and what have you. So they're trying to pull in a lot of cybersecurity professionals. Um, and they actually remarked how the U.S. kind of pushes CISP kind of hard. We might want to look at get, getting something similar to that. But I guess they don't, they don't go as hard for the the uh, IC squared search as we do, right? So they, they kind of touched on it, but most of their stuff had to do with just years of experience in the field as well as um, degrees. So they're also trying to bolster theirs, but in the US, a lot of our stuff is private. So you have to find somebody for each of these organizations, maybe um, a CISO or a VCISO or uh, a BISO or somebody uh, protecting that information. So it's definitely interesting. Like hopefully these people don't see any second or third order effects. Like you said, it would have been kind of kind of crazy if they would have gotten to the SCADA, I think, systems and uh, adjusted their environmental controls. So that's, yeah, I would like to say that's a little too nefarious, but you can't put anything past people, right? That people are, are, are can be terrible. <laughs> Um, but in this case, I think they just wanted to steal people's stuff so they can uh, run up their credit, things of that nature. So still terrible, but not not as bad as it could have been. So mm-hmm. at this at this point in time, though, you got to start th- like I'm starting to think they're just running across duplicates at this point, right? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can't use it. Already got that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we already we already got them. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's happening so often now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure there's an underground market for it, right? They probably have like uh, Excels and databases and stuff like that. Like, oh, this one, I can only sell this one for a quarter because we, we've used this one like 30 times. This is a T-Mobile customer. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if, you're on the, if you're on the same roster as T-Mobile <laughs> as the ones they stole, they'd be like, mm, that ain't really worth nothing. <laughs> That's right. We'll just, but... we'll, just, we'll just remove duplicates from these lists and just right, merge right. and remove duplicates and go with that, right? That's right. It's also like, it's only like 30 people on this list, you know? Right. Terrible. Right. Terrible. Let's have that extra, extra <laughs> column with their uh, that's extra column with their PHI, uh, you know, information on it. <laughs> like, well, this person has a heart disease or whatever, you know. Right. Right. And yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, so, because I, I know that can hurt harm somebody for employment, right? Like, some people might not want to pick you up. They know you're going to be um, more expensive for the healthcare plan or what have you. So, it can also hurt you in, in yeah. that regard. So, you just don't want your stuff out there, um, if at all possible. But Again, it just comes down to hiring the right people, putting the right positions. Luckily, they caught it. Um, and then hopefully in the future, they, they um, have a little bit more defense in depth or, or something like whatever, because they don't, they don't really explain how they got in, right? They just know that they got in. So whatever vulnerability they found, hopefully they've uh, secured it. And anything else in the future, they could be vulnerable, right? They need to also start mitigating those risks. But with that being said, uh, another great episode. Definitely tune in. Tuesday's another topic. Wednesday's discussion. Uh, Friday, we will have everything else. Uh, hit up. Um, our videos can be found on, because I'm trying to I'm trying to shift. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about getting rid of the website. <laughs> so continue to listen to the podcast on the platform uh, of choice. Uh, you can watch our videos on YouTube, as well as uh, LinkedIn and Spotify video and audio. Uh, my name is uh right right security guy i'm on linkedin clubhouse twitter tiktok and you levon yeah you can hit me up on the twitters at levon maynard there it is stay safe stay secure take care